This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Hotbody Dawson. Pow, pow, pow. I am Sam Nifty Delaney. So what? Having a bit of a fiddle with your phone Just there. having a bit of a fiddle with my phone. There you Just go. Just having a bit of fiddle about there. All fiddled up. Before we go any further, Sam, mm. I need to uh, turn our attentions to the Prediction League. Oh, yeah. Um, I spotted I, a little something may... in the production in the oh, pred- oh. Prediction League, yeah. Yeah. Um, results spot. Just got two points mm. at the weekend. Mm. I also got two points at the weekend. Mm. You, however, scored nine points wow. at the weekend. Fulham one, Aston Villa two. Correct score. Uh, Birmingham two, Sunderland one. Correct score. And Newcastle two, Bournemouth that two. That was the one I spotted. Fucking, fucking hell. hell. What a fucking prediction. That's got to be up for prediction of the season. Mm-hmm. It'll be in the shortlist, but I think all the ones in the shortlist will be yours, because some of the stuff you've pulled out recently, it's been, it's been world class. It's like watching Ronnie O'Sullivan yeah. at a snooker table. But it's, it's a come. Been... It's the way that for a while I got off to a slow start, and now something's just fucking clicked. Yeah, the odds have shortened now. You are now five to four favourite to win the league. What I did was uh, I just I just <clears throat> I let the rain. I, I released the rain. Is that what you call it? You know. What do you call? What's that phrase? Release the handbrake. Release the handbrake. I released the handbrake on my predicting. Yeah, yeah, you did. And um, I think you went back to the pure predicting. I did. The instinct of predicting. Total predicting. Served you so well in the past. Yeah. Total predicting. Um, You just you you, you're playing as much with your gut as with your brain. I think you're down to practicing for about an hour a day now. Whereas it used to be like five or six hours, didn't it? I was overtraining, and when it came to predictions on Friday, I was often, to be honest, I was often exhausted. Mm-hmm. You were getting, um, it's a word that's been used a lot on this podcast or about this podcast, you were becoming jaded. I was basically. becoming jaded, I was becoming exhausted. The thing is, I just wasn't enjoying my predicting, not like I was yeah. two, three years ago. And now I've just rediscovered a love of it and the, the, predict- yeah. the predictions are flowing. They just come from mm. me. You know when great songwriters say, you know, you don't act, sometimes songs just just land out of nowhere mm. and and you are simply you are not the songwriter that yeah. the the universe has provided the song you are simply you're, the person tasked yeah. by the universe you, with presenting it you're a conduit i'm a conduit for the universe <clears throat> and i don't i don't say something like that lightly but that is what i am and <laughs> yeah. i'm actually going to been... change my twitter bio to that have you been called a conduit much over the years <laughs> don't I think people... so but sometimes you can mishear People shout things in the street. Yeah. And, and you think, oh, conduit, eh? Yeah. Yeah, that's me. Yeah. Uh, so there we go. You're, you're now two points behind Result Spot. I am excited and thrilled by this. Yeah. Result Spot on 82. You're on 80. I'm on 72. And uh, Too bad I didn't get my... The, the big score is if you get your own team right, and that's always the best feeling. But I probably is. predicted that we would beat Nottingham Forest, but of course... Not an yeah, and, said, and that's really my Achilles heel. If I look back to the season I won, I think I've mm. only won this one season out of however many six years we've been doing it. And I'm not uh, sure. And I think I might have, that might have been a season in which I was willing to predict defeats for West Ham. Yeah. And I need to get I back remember to you, that. I you, you asked for a result spots team to be taken 
from Millwall because you were finding it hard to accurately predict Millwall. Millwall done quite well. In yeah, the and I, could, I could never. I could only predict Millwall defeats, and I could only predict West Ham wins. Had, um, if you do that, then you you're basically yeah you're you're basically get putting <clears> yourself at a disadvantage right from the get go. So, you had um, what what what's been called in the in the predicting community is a hissy fit about that. Yeah, I did. Yeah, and then we replaced them with Frank Lampard's whichever team Frank Lampard was managing at the time. Yeah, and now of course it's Newcastle. Now it's Newcastle. And Newcastle in particular have served me well. I've got I've I've got some they good have. Newcastle predictions in the bag this year. Um, yeah, but West Ham are probably the thing. I reckon I'd I could be leading if it was if I'd if I'd predicted what I'd actually thought. As opposed mm. to what I was emotionally what you wanted, yeah, what I wanted exactly. <laughs> but that's going to change now because I mean, it has to. You've got to go up a gear. And still. West, I've got to go up a gear, and also, I mean, the way I feel about West Ham, they don't deserve me to want them to win. Mm. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I predicted Sunderland to lose two 0 at Birmingham yesterday, and it was it was two one in the end. We we had a goal gifted to us, mm. to be honest, which I'm angry about. I'm angry that we scored that goal because we should never have scored it. Know what you mean? It was some of this passing around at the back by Birmingham. Yeah, and Jack Clark nipped in and, and just took it and put it past the keeper. So I, you know, to me, two a two nil prediction is. So you're saying um, you should get all the points? Yeah, I'm saying I should get six points for no, that. Really, I don't. I don't think that's fair. I mean, I feel no. for you, but I don't think that would be fair. No. Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm angry. Well, you went two one. You were absolutely correct. Um, we had a good first half. It was one nil. It was at half time, and then. Within three or four minutes of the second half, it was quite obvious what would happen and how it would pan out. Tony Mowbray, I mean, that's remarkable. the that's the kicker, isn't it? The manager that they got rid of, who they shouldn't have got rid of yeah. either. He's the only good manager you've had in the last, since we've been doing this, pretty much. No, we had Alex Neil. who got oh, us no, from Alex Neil, yeah, but he, then... He, he fucked off. He fucked off because, yeah, he was too good. No, he fucked off because the, the ownership of the club are a bunch of clowns. Yeah. And they weren't prepared to invest properly and they're still not. Well, there you go. Anyway, you went to Nottingham yesterday. Oh, what a terrible... Was that fun? Terrible. No, it was not fun in the least. None of it. Not even the journey there and back. The journey there was okay in as much as it was... I was I was happy with it from a logistical point of view. Was it, was it road or real? Road. I picked up my friend right. from his house at 10 o'clock, prompt. Mm. So I was pleased with that. And uh, I don't know about you, but when I've got a certain friends in the car, I I plan the playlist for them, around them. Oh, that's nice. I do that with certain friends. I mean, I wouldn't listen to music that I actively dislike, but with certain mm-hmm. friends who have narrow tastes, for example. You find a common ground, do you? I just think, I'll play something that I know they like, and that'll keep them happy. Like you do with your yeah. kids when they're small. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I go, yeah. Oh, I only want to mm-hmm. listen to Madness, or my daughter, when she's really listening, I only wanted to listen to First Blondie, then Destiny's Child. That's fine. But you know, just put that on, because if not, there'll be trouble. So I put on Kistry Club Classics 80s, 90s for this friend, mm. and he sat beside me and guzzled his way <laughs> through four large cans of Peroni and a large bottle of Estrella, is it called? Yeah. Uh, so strong continental lagers, round about, yeah. not breakfast time, I would call it brunch time. It was brunch mm-hmm. drinking. And uh, we, had, he, had he had something to eat beforehand? Was it wasn't on his stomach? We, was it? we stopped. He oh, he'd made himself a sandwich, which I was well impressed by. Uh, okay. So he ate. He munched a sandwich. <laughs> a picnic. He he had the sandwich in Northampton services, 
Um, right. And I had not brought anything with me, so I bought myself a Leon. There are these Leons at all the services now. They are. There's quite a few around. What's, what's your feelings on Northampton services? I've not been there before. It's, it's good? pretty good. It's pretty good. It's a, there's a Leon. I think there's an M&S. There's a Smith's, a Costa, and a McDonald's. I think that's like... That's not bad. Something for everyone there. Yeah, it's not bad. Um, and then on the way back, I stopped at Watford Gap, which I think is the same like company, Road Chef, and that was the same lineup. So I actually had two Leons. That was my meals right. yesterday. I had one on the way there and one on the way back. That feels a bit much. Yeah, it was too much. I didn't feel a bit good. Rich. It was Not too much. And I, I just, I was just like, anyway, the <clears> way <throat> there was fine because we got there in like two and a half hours. Great. Parked up in the same car park I use when we play the Glee Club in Nottingham, which we do oh, wow. from time to time. I use yeah. the same car park that I always use. Mm-hmm. I went to a bar not far from the Glee Club. Mm-hmm. Met um, a mate of my mates who lives up there in Nottingham, so that was quite nice. But then we got to the game, and it's almost as soon as I walked in, I just thought, I'm not feeling this. I got very tired. It's, you know, it's a long day out if you've been driving. And if you're sat... I mean, I don't mind people drinking around me in the least. But if you're sat in a car for a long journey and someone's drinking, like, Heavily. that amount. That's power <laughs> drinking, really. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, five cans yeah. on them before lunch. That's sort of power drinking. And so it gets a bit, like, uh, noisy, repetitive... Mm aggressive at times <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know uh, and that's at times there were, there were tears <laughs> yeah there was a small <laughs> gamut were... of emotions and I was trying to concentrate on the M1 <laughs> <laughs> there was an attempt at a hug it was, yeah. it was unwelcome he both tried to <laughs> fight me and cuddle me at various times um, at 11.25am like, yeah but then then the get, I got there and I just I think I just got a crash physically and emotionally almost the moment I got inside the city ground. And like you say about Sunderland Birmingham, I was like, it was immediately apparent to me what was gonna happen. I was like, <laughs> Oh, I see. You know, we got beat six 0 last week and you're waiting for a reaction, aren't you? But yeah. I saw it and I thought, Oh, I see, there's not gonna be a reaction. <laughs> was that even just in the team selection itself before it started? The team selection was kicked off was well, I mean not to get too tactical, and at the end of the day, what do I know? But if you've been Tactics beat, board. if you've beat, if you've been beaten three nil, then six nil, two weeks running, why would mm. you pick a completely unchanged defence? <laughs> that like that doesn't make any sense. They've they've shipped nine no. goals in two games. Last week we conceded yeah. six at home, and not a single defender was changed. And we've mm. got other good defenders sitting on the bench. So that, so I thought, well, this doesn't look good. Anyway, needless to say, we lost. It was a tedious game. It was there was a toxic atmosphere because obviously, understandably, West Ham fans are getting. Uh, you forget how everyone at an away game is twenty times more pissed and coked yeah. up than they are <clears throat> at a home game, <laughs> right? Yeah. So that adds to like a certain atmosphere that. Is can feel a bit oppressive mm. if you're not if you're not right in the mood. Do you know what I mean? Which you clearly weren't. I wasn't in the mood, and I was just like, okay. So we left a few minutes early because it was quite a long back to way back to the car park. But 
he we stopped off and he had another pint and then and then the way back <laughs> and then it was it, yeah and it was like I need another pint. It was a ter- there was torrential rain, Andy. When we hit the M1 oh. home, the rain was biblical. So I was having to drive in the slow lane like pretty slow because mm. you couldn't see more than like a few feet in front of you. Right? It mm. was it was it was it was treacherous and. He wanted us to pull over. <clears throat> he wanted us to go to a, like, find some country pub to have a dinner. Just next to the M1. <laughs> well, you know, like, where you pull off and you go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, well, remember one one time when we Throw met up to do bit. our writing in Hucknall, not in Nottingham, I actually yeah. stayed in Northampton halfway back because I couldn't be fucked driving home. And that's I, right, so you I did. actually did. And that's yeah. halfway. So I did know a place, but I couldn't face it by this stage. I said, look, I've got to get home, which actually I did because yeah. I thought I might need to pick up. My daughter's out at a party and I'd said, oh, I'll, if I'm back in time, I'll pick you up. Mm-hmm. But the journey home, right, was four and a half hours long. Jesus Christ. It's taken like two and a half on the way London. there, right? Fucking hell. And it was, yeah, it was rainy. It was slow. And I've, I'd lost count how many beers he then. So it was fine. I mean, I don't mind my mate being being drunk because he's, you know, if I did, I wouldn't go to an away game with him. But four and a half hours is a long time, mm. you know. Um, and uh, <laughs> there was like, there was a, there was a, um, someone kept farting in the city ground near to us, right? And <laughs> right. it it was disgusting. It was, it was, it, and I said at one point in the second half, the next time that happens, I'm leaving, I'm going home. That's the sort of mood I was in, right? Yeah. It was, it was disgusting, Andy. Like you're there, you're watching your team lose, it's cold, it's rainy, you know you've got a long journey home, and someone keeps like releasing the most toxic, disgusting <clears throat> odors into the, into the air it's, right it's next to It's not on, is it? So I said to my mate, if that happens once more, we're going. And he was obsessed with identifying the culprit. And I was like, listen. How do you do that? I said, you can't do that. First of all, how can you do it? Second of all, end of the day, what's it matter? What are you going to do? Even if you could prove it with someone, right? Confront him. What are you going to do? Confront him? Tell him that he has to stop? Stick a cork up his ass. Make him stop? What do you do? Make yeah, him leave? No. You can't. You know, you don't know. He might have an <clears throat> illness. Do you know what I mean? He's not necessarily doing mm. it on purpose, he or she, because in the end, my mate was convinced it was this woman, right? And I don't know what convinced him that it was her, but he was certain it was her. He said a lot of it was to do with her hairstyle. I don't, I don't know whether what that has to do with it. I mean, don't get me wrong, she did seem a convincing culprit, but there was no way of proving it. So then we left. Oh. We did leave early because he or she did drop another one. And I was like, I've had enough of this. Phillips had just been sent off, right? Yeah. We're going. So we leave. And then in the car, about two hours into the journey, we get a whiff again. Another smell. Not the same smell, but nevertheless a disgusting smell in the wow. car. So I've said to him, mate... I'm like losing it by this stage, right? I just want to, you know, and all you want to do is be at home. My back, I've got bad back. I do. And you know, yeah. you're sitting in the car with a bad back. It gets worse, doesn't mm. it, right? And I was like, mate, there is another, someone's farted again and there's only two of us here at this stage and I can tell you, I can, I'm swearing on my life here, it wasn't me. 
Mm. And he went, well, I'm swearing on my life it wasn't me. He said, so I'm I'm sat here thinking, I know it wasn't me, so it must have been him in the ground as well. And I went, well, that's what I'm thinking about you. And he was like, well, we're at an impasse then. This this is huge. <laughs> it's huge. This this is just like a, a psychological standoff. <laughs> as well as an anal standoff I said I I, all I know is I said this isn't about me thinking you're a bad person or a dishonest person what it's only about the fact that I know factually that wasn't me I know my own ass yeah so therefore I know that it was you so it has to be you but he swore and you're, blind. You're, you're the one who hasn't had seven pints at this point. That's true. I didn't bring that up. That would have been a cheap shot, but it would have been fair yeah, evidence. It's a factor, though. It's a it's factor. Definitely a factor. And uh, in the end, we we both agreed to agree. And I still don't know. This might be true. We both had to agree. Because if not, who knows what would happen. It might have ended up with me kicking him out on the hard shoulder on the M1. Mm. We had to agree and you'll have all experienced this, that it was a smell from outside the car, perhaps a farm we were passing. a nearby farm. And that it had wafted in through the ventilation system. It happens. We've all had that conversation, haven't we? Yeah. And we've all used that as a sort of a compromise in a diplomatic standoff. We've all... Do you swear? I said, do you swear? Right? I said, I've known you a long time. Do you swear? Because I would tell you, I said, because at the end of the day, what would I have to lose? And he went, I fucking, I swear to you, mate. And I said, okay, so basically it's an outside, it's a third party. And he went, yeah. And then there was quite a lot of quiet in the car for about the next hour after that. Do you think it might have been the ghost of Her Majesty the Queen? Who has visited us before? Let's let's be honest. She was a West Ham fan. Maybe she was trying to fucking communicate her dissatisfaction and if she was yeah. I'd say well mom, I quite understand the way you feel and I can relate but I would advise you to fart in the fucking vicinity of David Moyes or David Sullivan not me because I'm in the same boat as you in fact worse because I'm the cunt who's still alive at least you're dead yeah I've got your no beef with where Sullivan you are you can probably watch football involving Maradona Pele George Best Cruyff Beckenbauer and Bobby Charlton every fucking day I'm of the lot. week yeah Mm. I've got no beef with Sullivan, but you've been fucking bad mouthing me on your podcast for years now. <laughs> and it's time for some payback. Well, listen, There's, Your um, Majesty, I'm sorry if I've <clears> upset <throat> you, but recent in recent times, especially since your sad passing Oa to the other side, uh, Andy and I have actually been quite fair about you. So, uh, well, I've been listening to the older episodes because I'll be fucked if I'm subscribing to IFS. <laughs> well, okay, but if you did subscribe using your heaven pounds, then you would know that on more recent episodes, we have actually been speaking very positively and, and quite a lot about how much we miss you. So think on. Fine, well, I'll probably um, get round to those in six months, but I'm not fucking paying. Well, I would have thought with your heavenly powers, you might be able to fucking hack into the, the Patreon and listen to that stuff for free. No, you can't, I say, I think, I've tried. Oh, I thought, I, I would assume in heaven you get all a subscription podcasts for free. Yeah. But I have one subscription podcast. that God's got. She said, you do get, you get Apple TV, you get Disney, <laughs> Netflix, Amazon Prime, <coughs> and Paramount Plus. 
But that comes as part of the package with Sky. You get all of that, but you do not get BBC. You don't get certain BBC iPlayer shows because of you Geo Discovery Plus. That's Geo Locked. BBC stuff's Geo Locked because Heaven isn't technically Britain, and you do not get access to anyone's independent podcast Patreon content because they're independent. They're independent content makers who heaven slash God have yet to be able to do individual deals with. <laughs> I was like, right, um, okay, good to know. But you've just farted in my car, so what are you going to do yeah. about that? Yeah, I fucking have as well. Jalapeño. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you wouldn't be hearing this brief but annoying message if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St. Clements each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes, lots of other marvellous benefits, and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your tits. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash ironfilings. Jalapeño. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jalapeño. I received some interesting texts from my daughter last night, very late on. Yeah. Pretty like post midnight, about um, one of her friends has tapped into the world of royal conspiracies, mm. and there's a big conspiracy theory going around at the minute about uh, Princess Kate. Yeah. And Prince William. I'm listening because she. Yeah, I'm listening <laughs> because she hasn't been. She she went into hospital. Yeah. Poor month, six weeks ago or so. Mm for surgery and I believe she hasn't been seen since she's dead well I'll just go on to the text and I'll read out what I was told last okay. night I might have to miss some of it out for legal reasons but okay. I'll uh, <clears throat> here we go um, oh my god it was a long conversation uh, yeah in the past half hour my friend who I won't name has gotten really into a conspiracy theory that Prince William has either murdered or is holding or is holding Kate Middleton hostage. Wonderful. My reply was yes exclamation mark. I'm immediately on board. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh I was very tired and ready for bed. This was zero zero thirty six when she sent this. Um <clears throat> they think the conspiracy theorists, they think he has beaten her into a coma in a drunken rage. <laughs> Actually, we shouldn't laugh. That's awful. But anyway, go I, on. I replied, well, this is conspiracy theorists, yeah, it's isn't conspiracy. it? I'm I laughing at I the replied, conspiracy, not the alleged crime. I replied, amazing. 
Uh, she says there are no pictures of her leaving the palace, and he is looking thin. <laughs> well, weird. <laughs> Prince William is looking thin. What, what is he, he exhausted himself fed? so much whilst beating into a coma that he he burnt lots of fat? Uh, either that or he's not eating because she's in the coma and she does all the dinners. Oh. So... <laughs> Uh, it, it, this 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 is where we're really getting yeah. into the stuff that's on the forums, right? Yeah. It apparently all began when he was at uni and he was hit in the head with a golf club. Right. Uh, which damaged his prefrontal cortex, which controls impulses. Right. Okay. <laughs> and some believe she has had a forced hysterectomy. Right. Uh, she has not been seen since Christmas Day and... The estate says that she will not return for another nine months. I said, well, I love this. This is sporting injury parlance. It's like mm. she's going to be in light training in seven months and <laughs> do a couple of warm-up We've got engagements. running on grass, which and is a big step. She's on the grass again. But and then in she'll terms be back of full-time in nine months. She's, she's months off. <laughs> and I said, why is he thin? Is it guilt? She says... Alcoholism, I believe. <laughs> she says the conspiracy theorists aren't clear on why the thinness is important. <laughs> she says I think it's like when movie characters get thin when things things get bad. Yeah, yeah, they often also uh, stop shaving. Like that's another yeah. sign. If if he grows any stubble, then you know it's fucking definitely this is going on. Like Arthur Fowler. And the Christmas tree and yeah. extenders with the Christmas tree. I'm a big bunny. fan of, as I've mentioned before, of Grey's Anatomy, which I watch with my yes. daughter. And um, the uh, Derek Shepherd, who is the you know <laughs> main character in the early series, <laughs> yeah. um, you always know he's he's a world class brain surgeon, Andy. But yeah. he also, like all surgeons, has his demons. And when his demons yeah. visit, he immediately, almost within seconds, grows five days worth of stubble <laughs> <laughs> and then he always retreats to his trailer in the woods and just gets pissed on cans it's really good right um there was a good thing the other day what have you seen that you know click hall which is the yeah um, brilliant the unions off offshoot thing yeah yeah there was a grazing on it wasn't there yeah, four classic Grey's Anatomy episodes where all the doctors agree the appendix is where the soul is housed and anyone who has theirs removed is no longer truly human. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> anyway, back to the royal conspiracy. Mm. Uh, I said, Harry will leak it all, surely. She says, yes, that's what they are saying. <laughs> the estate is worried that Harry will leak it. Because he's here. He's flown he's, over and yeah, he's, he's investigating. Back. He's back. I'm here. Uh, something, something, I'm here to do a bit of poking around. Something about she's having reconstructive facial surgery due to William beating her senseless. Oh. Uh, some believe that William's head injury, the golf club thing from uni, mm. is being spread around now so that when it's leaked that he is beaten, Kate, the public will pity him. <laughs> Weird. Um, no, they won't. <laughs> and she, she thinks that he's thin because he's doing drugs. Um, and there was also, what was it? There was a thing the other day. They, 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 there was a Sky News thing where he'd returned to duties after Charles had been mm. um, diagnosed with cancer. And um, he was swaying backwards and forwards. He was standing at a ceremony thing and he was swaying backwards and forwards. Yeah. Or th- like, for like hey, 45 seconds. 
William was. Yeah, which ties in with the theory that he's on drugs. Well, and it's swaying a, um, a, a, a sign of... I, well, if you're on drugs and you've got to stand still you, for a you bit, sway, you're going to sway, aren't you? You do sway, yeah. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Yeah, you can't. You can't help yourself. You don't want to sway because you think it'll give you. you but you just it. go. You've got no control over the swaying. And the more you, th- the more you think about it, the more you sway. The more you're, you're just trying swaying. to keep yourself still, but you can't because you're on drugs. Yeah, drug I don't know sway, what drugs he's it. on. Doesn't I don't matter. Know what drugs he's actually Any drug on. can that make you been... sway if you take it enough times. Uh, so that, and he doesn't look particularly thin on the footage, but uh, you know that's part of this conspiracy. Well, maybe he, he's bulked up with a fat suit or something. If it's true that she went in, I do remember her going in for surgery because even before the king got cancer, there was a lot mm. of stories saying um, that because he'd gone in to have his prostate checked. That's how they found the cancer, and yeah, they said. He went in for that, and she went in for some routine surgery, as they claimed it was at the same time. And already some of the papers were saying, the royals in crisis. But at the time, all it was was two routine things. But who knows? I mean, one thing, all this stuff about him being on drugs or beating her, thats if you put that aside, we don't know whether that's true or not. But if she went in for surgery and hasn't been seen since, that is legitimately, that's... Conspiracy theory or not, that is weird. That is weird, mate. And the, yeah, and she says they're worried they'll have to remove William. I don't know what that means, remove. And the royal family will only survive through Harry, who seems unwilling to pledge his loyalty. But who's. Um, but I've said. Is Harry, Harry not in line? To the, has he been removed no. from the line of. He's not of, in the line because it's the little kid who looks like a businessman. The business kid? Uh the business kid arise get it next arise business kid the yo the king, one who's got a arise king business kid <laughs> the little guy with a fucking attitude problem he's, like he would him. be next yeah that's what I said to my daughter I said the best thing that could happen to this country right now would be an arsy <laughs> child king <laughs> like that Wouldn't you it? know like in, in Indian Jones and Temple of Doom the little Indian <laughs> emperor you know the fella yeah. don't you yeah. I've heard stories about the way they behaved and I am sorry for the way that we treated our people. You know, <laughs> fucking sinister cunt. And then at the end, he yeah. tries to beat up Short Round. That's what I mm. want our king to be like. Oh, in the, the film The Last Emperor, with the little guy yeah. who's in charge of, uh, I think it's China. Yeah. And that's great. Cause that, he and that's a huge a lot. place. That's a big undertaking for a kid. China? Yeah. Massive. You'd, yeah, you'd <laughs> want to start small, like Sweden or something e- like that, Even you? grown men like you or I would have our work cut out as emperors <laughs> of China. China. Yeah. Fucking no chance. And y- me and you, we've been round the block a few times. So I says the best thing that could happen would be an RC child king, but she says, but what if he's really good at it and he restores faith in the monarchy? Oh, uh, yeah, that'd be a problem. I says, well, I will bow to him. It's quite simple. He could restore. So, I don't mind having a monarch if they like, basically, you know, if there's maybe the, uh, the elections where you get to choose. Mm. And if he's brilliant and we just elect him every year, fine. Yeah, I'd be all right with it. I'd, I'd like, have, King I'd like them to have a few less houses. Yeah. You know, and a bit a, less yeah, land. Trim away some of the, trim off some of the fat, some of the dukes and duchesses that are in there. Yeah, it's all right tree. to have a monarchy, maybe, but you just don't have. They don't have to have quite so much. They don't need no. that much stuff, do they? No, give them somewhere nice. 
I mean, get I'm not like, saying make them live in <clears throat> on a fucking estate in some shithole, right? Mm. They, if you want them to run the country, you've got to incentivize them. But they don't when, have to have. I mean, they've got so much stuff, mate. It's unbelievable. When when me and my son were at the darts last year and at the Alley Pally, we stayed at Finsbury Park in the travel lodge and just got bus up from Finsbury yeah. Park. Um, I noticed they were they were putting together a new Premier Inn in mm. Finsbury Park. Yeah, and it said opening in March, and I thought, oh, next year we might stay we'll there. there. A little bit That's better a than a travel up. lodge. Yeah, it's never opened, Sam. It's never fucking opened. It's still wow. there. It's never opened. Something's going on. Put the royal family in that. Maybe that's where Kate is. Maybe it's where she is. But, but you know that like the, the intelligence in the services Park have safe houses, in. don't they? Yeah. Well, it's got to be somewhere. So Why it's not just there? Disappeared. Don't know. I, I went think to, we'll hear in a lot Dublin more about last it. year. I went to a, a travel lodge plus, right. which is really nice. It's like it's above. I mean, I would never say it's above Premier Inn. For me, Premier Inn is a hard hotel franchise to beat. Even if yeah. you uh, genuinely like, even if you go up a like notch and pay big bucks, you know, mm. I think that. Premier Inn is just, you know, you're going to struggle to beat it. But Travelodge Plus is fancy as fuck. There's a huge one right in the middle of Dublin. Wow. It's the whole Hotel Plus? Because I know they've got some hotels where there's a no, plus level the on whole, the top floor. The whole hotel is a Travelodge Plus. The whole thing. So it, if this. we ever do Dublin, which we probably yeah. won't, but if we ever do, I'll have my eye on that. I've actually, this is how right. fucking stupid I am. In a moment of excitement, I think probably over Christmas when West Ham won on a run where we beat like we beat Spurs, Man U, Arsenal all in one month. We were riding mm. high. We'd just qualified to the knockouts. And last year when I went to that final in Prague, it was like, you know, getting the your logistics sorted just after we won the semi-final mm. was nigh on impossible. I'd do a very elaborate train journey across Europe to get to Prague. Um, yeah. So over Christmas, me and my mates bought flights to Dublin which is where the Europa League final is right <laughs> okay but yeah. we paid we paid for flights that were refundable right good good logistics but we did and we and we booked an Airbnb and now I feel like a right cunt yeah but is that not refundable till yeah yeah we can like, refund it we but I feel like we cursed it do you know what I mean? It's a little well, I've, bit. I've, I've still got. I've got hotels booked for the playoff. Yeah, playoff that's true. Actually, you, yeah, that's true. Actually, actually, that might have been what gave me the idea. Like I thought, well, you know, what would Dawson yeah. do when you? Well, I put my logistics head on, and you yeah. you often book this stuff in advance. But it was the flight. It's all refundable. Yeah. Yeah, maybe we'll still get there. I doubt it though. So anyway, <sighs> what, what are we going to do game. about this Kate thing? Do you feel that we could? I'd, I don't like the idea of her being held somewhere. <clears throat> all we can do is just keep an eye on things and look out for clues. I'll keep an eye out. Act on tips, tip-offs that we get from the listeners. I, I mean, mean, I'm I, away this, this week. news to me. I'm going away, aren't I, in Guernsey, so it's going to be hard for me to... Unless they could have hidden well, her on the island know. the island settlement of Guernsey. Where's the last place that people would look for her? Guernsey. Guernsey. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, we'll just keep an eye on it and we'll update uh, listeners with anything that we hear maybe there'll be an emergency episode I don't know maybe we'll need to take the temperature of the nation again from our Asda car parks at some point who knows 
Outside, That's it then, Outside the city grounds yesterday, I've just remembered this in a second. Oh, all right, yeah. I was walking through the car park and a policeman was coming towards me and my mate. Mm. And I thought, and we were trying to walk out a cheeky side bit. And you know, policemen sometimes on match days can get so fucking extra. Like, do you know what I mean? But yeah, football supporters become third class citizens, yeah. don't they? And I thought, oh, look at this geezer steaming towards me. He's going to go, you, you can't go out that gate. You've got to go out that gate. So it makes a fucking difference mm. to any cunt. So he came over. I went, all right, can we go out that gate? And he went, no, you've got to go out that one. I went, yeah, I thought so. Bit pissed off. And he mm. went, anyway, excuse me. And he called me back. I went, what? And he went, are you Britain's best journalist? <laughs> and I went, that's right, officer, well spotted, right? Brilliant. And uh, I was quite pleased about that. And then as I walked up, but my mate was absolutely, he went, what What did he say? I went, <laughs> what did you think he said? he said? I think he said, are you Britain's best journalist? I said, yeah, that's what he said. Why did What's he say that? And I said, because I am. I said, because I am. And he could not get his head around it. And he tried to work it out because he never listens to his podcast. On the way home, he was trying to work it out. And in the end, he had it in his head that I was secretly part <laughs> of a secret sort of far right organisation cult <laughs> called Police Action Now. <laughs> I went, yeah, I am actually. I said, it, it, it's, for, it's for police and other... I said, pub, oh. other public servants who, let's say, get it. <laughs> right. <laughs> and we meet in secret. And I've become sort of like a guru figure to them. Yeah. And I, I deliver yeah. very powerful speeches about how we can yeah. fix what's going on on our streets. Mm. I could see why you wanted to get home as soon as you could. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's what was going on. And f- the fact that he's blowing off as well. Oh, he's Jesus. blowing off. He's <laughs> accusing me of things. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and plus right as well, he um, the first thing he did when he got in the car was he brandished <laughs> his phone at me, and um, <laughs> on it was a screenshot of me with the words underneath, I have erectile dysfunction. And I said to him, well done, but I'm afraid that Andy Dawson beat you to that by about two days. I said, Andy Dawson took that screenshot within 30 seconds of me putting that video online. I said, so, ha-ha, but you're fucking late. I didn't, <laughs> I, I, I didn't put it online. I only sent it to you. No, I, was I know you didn't put, put it, it online, online yet. No, but I meant I, but I thought, I thought, no, but no. I might do it now. Well, I might, I ba- basically, it. yeah, it was. I did a video talking about mental health for Calm, the charity, and unfortunately, I said in it, some people... It was about money and mental health. I said, some people are more comfortable saying I've got erectile dysfunction than they are saying I can't afford to pay my mortgage. Mm. Unfortunately, I said the line, I've got erectile dysfunction in isolation with enough pause at the begin and the end of the sentence. I believe editors call that an in and an out point that you could just clip that out with the subtitle on screen and spread it and oh here's another just last this is another thing my friend wanted to do is there's a girl who we've both known for years who we were like yeah. you when we were teenagers um and for right. some reason he said that he was going to just send it to her 
Like, without... He hasn't spoken to her in years. He just wanted to send it to her. Just to do, I said, don't you think she'll find that weird? He went, no, it's really funny. And I said, well, I was like, fine, do it. I said, but it'll be strange that she hasn't heard yeah. reviews and then the first thing she hears of you is you just sending her, without comment, an image of me think that's saying weird. that I had yeah, erectile right. dysfunction. Mm, mm. Yeah. I didn't is know what you wanted to goes, achieve. Is, was there, an, was there a, a, a war for her affections back when you were teenagers? Yeah. And is that still bubbling away, do you think? Yeah, well, obviously Even to him no it is. It, to him yeah. it is. I'm yeah. like, I was at a stage where I was like, look, I don't have erectile dysfunction, but I'm comfortable with you or some girl we knew 30 years ago thinking that I don't. That's, I'll leave I mean, it at that. You've got some special cream from Superdrug that makes yeah, exactly. it last longer. Exactly. So, you know, who's Let's the just say it's I did you. have erectile dysfunction until a few weeks ago when Superdrug intervened. <laughs> <laughs> and revitalised my entire sex life. Mm. Right, that's it then. Thank you very much for listening. Enjoy your uh, few days in Guernsey, Sam, working away and whatever you're going to do. And I think you're going to report back from Guernsey on Friday. I'll be doing a live report from Guernsey on Friday. But of course, there are episodes as normal every day this week for subscribers. That we've already done them, which means we both get a week off. Thank you very much for listening. And goodbye. Goodbye.